0: Hello and welcome to Neutral Wrestling This week we've got a lot going on The backlash from Mania And oh so much that's going on in the wrestling news This week and especially today As usual we've got Mr tebbs how are you dear? I'm not so bad sir, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I'm 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 loving this uh this lockdown. If it wasn't for this these paralyzing um illness and the deaths, I'd be having a really, really nice time. Um Dan, how the hell are you? I'm still here. Yeah, fine. Key worker and all. Key worker. Now speaking of key workers, um WWE by the state of Florida has been um given an essential worker or essential entertainment (laughs) worker status may as well get onto it straight away um this comes after uh the uh, i think linda mcmahon is responsible for pac which is i think is a regenerative jobs program i'm not 100 sure to be honest she was the advisor for small businesses but i think her role has changed she's given 10 million or 18 million dollars, I think it was. Sorry, to uh the state of Florida. The next day, WWE are deemed as essential workers, and the following day, uh, Vince McMahon is named as a spe- one of the special advisors along with Dana White, uh, the owners of the Patriots, um, Mark Cuban, previously of Lucha Underground, um, and they're of Special advisory team to Donald Trump. Tabs. should we Should we start with... Let, let's take the the essential worker part of this story first.
1: So, I don't know what to make of this, to be honest. You're a wrestling fan, you want to see live wrestling. So maybe you're a little bit buoyed by the fact that there's going to be, you know, new live content every week for us to watch. Um, on the other hand, if we look at it in the cold light of day, are these people essential workers to combating and overcoming this global pandemic? No, they're not. Um, and I think everybody needs to be very honest with themselves. Take away the Linda McMahon stuff, take away the you know the finance piece. Um, top and bottom of it is, these people are going to be travelling er- from around the country to Florida and back again. They're going to be spreading the virus. And the first second that one of those on-air talents... Yes, um, comes down with it. There will be hell to pay, and I just think it's not worth it for um, what is you know a couple of hours entertainment a week.
2: Well, technically, someone has actually had it, haven't they? An on-air talent, and they still didn't. Nothing changed.
1: It's, from what I understand about that is they caught it after the finished work, and the, they were never mixing with any other wwa employees but yeah that's an absolute good point somebody's going to go to dinner with the friends somebody's going to touch a door handle they're going to um hand the passport to somebody who hands it back whatever it's going to be and they're going to end up catching that virus even if they're asymptomatic because we all sound like medical professors nowadays don't we even if they're asymptomatic they're going to end up bringing that into that performance center and somebody's going to get ill um it's going to happen in it we all sat here happy with that because we've been able to see Alistair Black in a squash match every week. Not at all. They need to shut it down. Yeah,
2: it's and not the, like it's not like they've got twenty years of like footage, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like we said, they could just air old stuff for a few weeks or whatever. But a lot of people are saying that like they, they've gone they've gone live because they have like a deal where they have to have forty nine live shows per year from Fox and from USA, and it's like, well. If that's true that they've got to have forty nine live shows and they're worried about the contract, well, they've already they've already failed that because they've been do you know what I mean? They've been taped shows on now for at least five or six weeks, so they've already gone beneath that forty nine show limit. So it's just I don't know. It's a slap in the face for people who are actually key workers. I'm not on about myself, but you know, actual key workers that are risking their lives to go to work and yeah. stuff. It's a slap in their face that WWE are classed. I can't believe that. Vince McMahon, honestly. What a man. What a man. This guy, I put on Twitter yesterday, he could fall out of a plane and he'd just land on his feet, brush his blazer down and just stride on. Declare some at bankrupts and move on from it.
1: Uh, rich people get away with certain things. That's all I'm saying about that one. The... Uh, yes.
0: That's true. I mean, just just to just to pick up on what a couple of people have said there, the the they are apparently going to be screening all the talent who appear on the shows each and every week. Um, now, that that that's obviously, from what I believe, you can have the virus. It can you can be tested and have had it for three days and it not to show up on these tests. But by the sound of it, they are taking all reasonable. You know, protection things aside from cancelling, um, a lot of people are very happy about this. Um, I've been online today, and there's people, especially Americans, are very much of the mentality of the show. The show must go on, um, and they're happy to have live entertainment. To be honest with you, I'm I'm not sure of my opinion on it. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Well, there does seem to be quite an amount of excitement, um, from viewers that this is going on. Even a couple of people who have said on the BBC News website that actually I haven't watched wrestling for years, but I'd be willing to, um, I'd be willing to give it another go as it's live. And these again, this was BBC News America. Um, god, I hope not. Yeah. A, this is I don't, don't think they'll concert,
2: be watching from, for long.
1: No, nah, if, if this raw, from what I the hour i managed to stomach this week was anything to go by if that's what's attracted new fans then they can close it all close the doors they can come back next year honest to god it it really isn't worth it i don't see it's the epitome of a first world problem there's a it, it, life's terrible we're stuck in his house we're being told to sit in his house and do nothing get paid to do it and it's not fair because there's no new wrestling on like you said though it's Nine Dan, it's $9.99 a month for the network. Even if even if you didn't have live wrestling, you're telling me you've watched every square centimeter of that network and watched every single match. There's always something new to see, something new to do, something new to revisit. The go on, uh, sorry for rambling, but go and ask um, a hospital or a medical center as WWE love to use in Florida who are dealing with. Ward upon ward of contagious sick and dying people, and you tell me if they want another five bringing in because somebody's decided to have a bit of a wrestle. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Would you
0: would, would you view the likes of coronation streets or EastEnders as the same? What would I class it as the same as wrestling? Hey, no, in, the, in that same opinion, they're still they're still yes. filming. They're, they're very much, you know, there's no there is no social distancing as such. Um, there's only so much you can socially distance so you'd say that that is it it falls into the same things that they probably shouldn't be on tv as well
1: my understanding was that eastenders and coronation street have all stopped filming
2: yeah they are
1: Uh, yeah so but absolutely for me you know this is a very sketchy thing now because you you're now going to get people who are looking at the state of florida and saying well if they can do shows and it's not saying wwe can do shows it's Anybody mm. that brings um, an entertainment value through media, it's really well-worded, but guaranteed you can find some other people, Broadway show pro- producers, who are going to think, hang on, maybe we could do some live shows from Florida. just
0: Sorry to interrupt you there, Paul, but you yeah. have already had Bob Arum, who's you know the famous boxing promoter, who said that he wants to get in touch with WWE to see if they can use their performance centre to um the whole boxing fights. Dana White has been no secret to the fact that he's acquiring either the rent of an island or the use of an island <laughs> so that they can have UFC island fights. Um the the the, the these people that, that Donald Trump has asked to advise, uh, advise uh, not Bob Aram but Dana White, Vince McMahon, these are the guys that are putting things on in Florida and in islands that are wanting to get things moving forward, um, it's quite. Especially after threatening to pull the um, the funding from the World Health Organization, it seems like these what are considered small stories are getting plowed away, whilst there's uh, and being made very, very big stories. While the fact that uh, America, the superpower of the world, is pulling. Funding from the World Health Organization at probably the worst time, um, and yet we're talking about this now. I understand we're on a wrestling show, a wrestling podcast, but this is on news everywhere. It's in the Daily Mail and in England. So the the fact that he's threatening to pull funding from the World Health Organization—it's all being buried underneath the sensationalist stuff that Vince McMahon's been made a you know uh, an, an advisor and the you know wrestling is going ahead.
2: Yeah, it's just just crazy. I'll tell you one thing that I will say from this, Danny yeah? and Tebs, I think we all know that WrestleMania is going to be going back to Florida in the next few years, don't we? This, do you know what I mean? I would not surprise me if it's back in Tampa Please. in two years, yeah. Orlando in four years. There's clearly been something like, well, sort us out now and we'll sort you out with something in a few years. Like, It wouldn't surprise me, next five years, you get a WrestleMania in Florida, in Tampa. I don't know.
1: Miami. Um, hopefully, I won't. You know, I don't think that Florida will have to wait that long to be reimbursed for this. To be honest, because uh, just looking on Twitter here, according to some guy who I don't know who he is, so I'm not going to quote him. But according to him, on April the 9th, WWE was qualified qualified as essential work, and on the same day, Linda McMahon's re-election Super PAC donated 18 million pound, 18 million dollars, yeah. to campaign uh, to, for campaign funds to Florida which means there's going to be advertising revenue, TV revenue. There's going to be all sorts of stuff uh, benefiting by this $18 million. And it's this super PAC that you discussed at the beginning because Linda McMahon is the chair of this super PAC, which um, collects all of the campaign donations. Everyone from, you know, Backyard Billy, Bob from Iowa donating a dollar all the way up to... Climate change deniers donating millions of dollars, and Linda McMahon is in charge of all these funds, and Florida is already benefiting from this this money. And to me, I just think it's disgusting. It, it's so transparent.
0: it like say, obviously we've got to try and concentrate for what we are on the wrestling side of it. And you know, you made a good point there. Would it put you off watching WWE in the future? No. Sorry, because Tebs has described it as disgusting, I wanted to put it to him. Um,
1: uh, One thing you need to know about me is I'm a complete hypocrite as well, and yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll openly say I'm a hypocrite, all the way going down to ranting and raving at drivers in the road that cut you up, and I do the exact same thing 10 minutes later. (laughs) I'm an absolute hypocrite, I'm not going to lie. That's... You know, That's fine. I'm
0: not, I'm not. I'm not trying to catch it out because I've got no, to be honest with you. I, like I, I'm the same. None of this would put me off from watching it, and I, I think Dan's just said the same thing as well. Dan, did you want
2: to? Um, did you want to go a bit further into that? No, it's not going to put me off watching it, is it? It's like, well, we've had people kill the families. We've had people die in the ring. We've had them running shows in countries that have like had people killed weeks before. At this stage, at this stage, do we do we can do anything? We're probably still all gonna watch it. We might complain about it. We might come on here and complain about it. We might go on Twitter, read people complaining about it. People are still gonna watch it. Sure, you might get like I don't know, I think like what did like a hundred thousand people or something cancel the network subscription when they did that Saudi Arabia show that November? Yeah. Three months later half of them will have been back for WrestleMania. So yeah, it's the end of the day, it's like I'm not gonna ruin my own entertainment out of principle if that makes sense whereas like it's like anything it's like with football I might not like the owner of my football team he might do my heading but I'll still be there giving him well giving him about 100 quid for a season ticket next season so yeah crack on yeah that you know
0: that's the realities of life I
2: suppose isn't it you've got to think what benefits your own yourself Mm. I mean you can't principles don't get you anywhere really do they well, they might do, but not, not in terms of wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, then you probably don't have many principles anyway.
0: Hmm.
2: We've got um,
0: the next bit of news that come out, which happened a few days before all this, is that the XFL um, is now no longer in business. Vince McMahon, uh, he sold £100 million worth of his own shares, $100 million worth of his own shares, WWE to form Alpha Entertainment, which is the you know the the company behind XFL, um, and it looks now that it's bankrupt. There was a message that went out to staff, um, a ten minute conference call apparently, where people would be told that they're going to be losing the jobs, and uh, it's it's all been packed up because it, it's actually quite a shame because there was the the was. There was negative press uh, for it when it came in. There was also quite positive press because ESPN were, were running the show. It was them who were screening it. So they were putting a lot of positive press out there. They um, got about six weeks into the season, I think. And things was, People were still critical of it, but there was a lot of good press coming from non-ESPN as well. Um, and it seems that every new football league is a failure after failure after a failure. Unfortunately, this one was completely down to coronavirus and probably bad money management in terms of not having pandemic relief. But I don't think many businesses did, uh, were set up for something like this. Uh, I don't think there's reserves all in all, but the very top blue chip companies to to survive this, especially a brand new business. Um, this is the news that we've had this week. I know neither of you are really Big football, uh, American football fans, but
2: have you got any thoughts on this? Um, Dan, we'll start with you this time. Well, as you know, I, I'm not really a big rugby fan, but um, yeah, it was just bad timing, were not it? Really, it might might. I, have didn't, I out. didn't
0: ask you about rugby, so can we, we can right. get back onto
2: the American football? Um, yeah, plum tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, um, but yeah, the, it also coincided a little bit with. Um, what was it like really? the same? The same. Nah, it is same day. Um, oh. It's a ball you pick up and run with. Um, Same day... My cat just fell off the fence. Same day... (laughs) I was looking out the window. He's all right. Uh, Beautiful
1: wrestling bringing you all the
2: top stories
1: as they happen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was it going with this? Well, the same day he announced that SmackDown went from taping five weeks, which was the sensible, do you know what I mean, the right decision, and then what? They went from that to, oh, we're back to running shows live. So I don't know if the two were linked. Maybe he was just having a bad day and he thought, well, coronavirus is affecting the XFL, so sod it. It's not affecting the WWE. All things carry on as normal. Um, so, yeah, do you know what I mean? Everyone can wrestle, then fly back and forth, give it give it the wives, give it the kids, give it the granddads, fly back to the performance centre and come back, like we were talking about at the start of the show. But, yeah, I don't know. As I say, I Tebs might be better speaking about this. Are you were egg-chasing fan, Tebs? Um, never,
1: i've never been a big fan of american soccer um one of my colleagues uh at work is he, is big into his nfl and all that and it bores me silly but um i appreciate it as a game don't get me wrong but i asked him about the xfl when it first started and this is he caught a couple of games um and, and usually he's quite uh, i hope i don't mind me saying he's, he's a bit snobbish about his sport you know he, he likes it to be sort of if he's watching the elite level, there can't be any mistakes and Yeah, and he said it was. He said he was. He was quite impressed. Now that's about as the length and breadth of the conversation. But I think it, the expectation mm. was that it was coming in, you know, very. You say recently, I think twenty years ago it was tried before. Um, I think they've made it a much more mature product. I even tuned in for one of their games. Um, got bored silly after twenty minutes, but I'll give it a go. Um, so t- cool. To me. <laughs> to try anything once, one, step. Um,
2: sorry, Don.
1: The uh, you know what? Ultimately I'm of all the bad news stories that have come out this week, this is the one I feel most sorry for them for because they took the product that failed miserably last time, they've tried to do it again, they've tried to produce an alternative, which you know if anything, is that not what AEW was lauded for when that first came about? It was this indie rogue, young upstart. Promotion that was offering a difference to the establishment that's all that XFL tried to do against the NFL and I appreciate them that for it and and as it was something so far out of the control that you know any any new business, even Bob's biscuits on the street corner, any new business within your first couple of years won't make won't make money, let alone have the cash reserves to sustain an entire uh, following of all your staff teams, players, etc. Um, well, so I, I just feel bad for them to, in that respect to be honest They're trying something new and it didn't take off
0: Well the ones I feel the most sorry for Is the poor uh, American football fans of St. Louis Or St. Louis um, I never remember how to say that um, They, them poor bastards They've had two NFL franchises um, I think it was the All-Stars and then the Cardinals and Both have been moved away from them, so they've had no professional sports, no professional football. Um, oh, sorry, it was the Rams, wasn't it? Yeah, um, they've had no professional football there, despite being a football town or an American football town for like, <laughs> since 2016. All of a sudden, they get a football team and they embraced it. It was like the biggest crowds there that they were the, in the whole of the XFL. I watched a small documentary on it, like a little um. You know, ten minute documentary, and they were loving life. They were just so pleased to have football back, and it's fucking gone bust. I don't know. I feel sorry for them, poor people. But uh, they're the, uh, I think they're the biggest Lewis, The football fans of St. Louis. Um, we we'll to have to move on. I think we've got to, to talk about a little bit of wrestling. The revival, have been released, um, and wished well in all the future endeavours, Tebs. Thoughts on this one? it was going to happen. Um,
1: you know, I was most surprised by the fact that they don't have a, um, a non-compete clause. And I think didn't one of them have three or four months longer on his contract? Yeah, yeah. One? So, you know what, as uh, I think, you know, Vince will know where they're going to go, where they're going to end up. I think everybody knows where they're going to end up. Um, he could have played silly sods with them. He could have kept them waiting. He could have not given them a release. Um, fair play. I I hope to see them soon because I've only ever seen bits of them in NXT, um, and the main roster. I've never seen anything else from them, so it'll be interesting to see if they can, you know, to see this reputation of theirs back, don't we? Week in, week out.
0: I would like to see them before they go to AW full time. I'd like to see them do a little tour. I'd like to see them in NWA. I'd like to see them in Japan, um, before settling the. Um maybe a couple of uh, shows over in England, who knows? Um
2: it's just the timing, well, isn't it? That's the only Well, that's, Yeah,
0: exactly, mate. That's what I was gonna come on to. Um if it was a normal circumstance, then I'd love for that to happen. I don't think we're gonna get it. Um but saying that, Moxley and Jericho both uh, both go over to Japan and do their little bits and bobs, so we might see mm-hmm. something. But I would have loved to have seen them in the tag league. What
2: the New Japan one? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the that the problem is with it. If New with New Japan, they don't really have. Do you know what I mean? They don't really put much thought into the tag division, do they? Uh, do you know what I mean? What is it? Oh, let's just have uh, Evil and Sonada. Do you know oh, what I mean? They, they can just win. Gorillas
0: of destiny. Gorillas of
2: yeah. destiny. There's not really many teams for them to really go with. There. Obviously, they just started the Tanahashi Abushi team. I won't mind seeing that match, but. Yeah, the thing is, though, like we say, I mean, Moxley was scheduled to be at OTT, so these guys going from WWE to AEW do have the leverage to say, look, we want to work some indie dates, we want to work in New Japan or whatever, so, do you know what I mean? It's There still is time for that. Um, Ted, you were saying that you'd not seen, like, well, the best of them, but they went to the main roster, which is crazy to think, Danny. We was in Orlando at the Amway Centre when they got called up. That was yeah. three... Years ago Three years And what did I know there was a few injuries Along the way But really In those three years What a complete waste If you're a tag team In WWE You might as well just get out now Because they're not going to do anything with you And if they do What are you going to be Like It's like the Viking Raiders The War Raiders The Viking Experience Whatever they are I bet they must be kicking themselves That they sign with WWE Because Do you know what I mean what, The pinnacle of the tag team division What's going to happen really to you You're going to Be tag team champions in a division that WWE don't care about and then you'll probably be randomly split up for no reason do you know what I mean and then you'll just flounder Um, so yeah for me if you're a tag team the thing that you need to be doing is trying to get to AEW Um, all the best tag teams are there we've seen the best tag team match in the last few years take place there so yeah it's a great move for the Revival Um, Ted if you're looking for some matches the Revival to watch they had I love did you watch it Danny the series with uh, American Alpha well, yes, all those
0: yeah, years it was, ago. that was great. I mean, this is the thing. People will say, and we know what it's like on Facebook, there's AEW fanboys, there's Japan fanboys, there's WWE fanboys. Now, WWE fanboys are all coming out and starting to say, and they make a fair point, well, they've given them three title opportunities, they've given them three three tag team championships, they've given them the NXT championship. What more could WWE have done? And I think you're absolutely spot on in what you say because maybe there wasn't much more in current in WWE's current structure and historical structure as well because WWE has never, ever had tag teams on top in big shows. They never have. Think of ECW, think of AW just recently. They can headline a show with a secondary title. Doesn't have to be the grudge match feud. It doesn't have to be the world title. It can be done by a television title. It can be done by a um a tag team championship. WWE has never done that. Even when it was back in the eighties, they
2: never had tag teams working on top. Just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, it's like they've been building that, some of the matches that you got so far, for, they've been building this Revival Young Bucks match for what's years now, the whole fuck the Revival thing, so they've been setting the foundations for this for years, but what, although that's the match everyone's like, Young Bucks Revival, I can't wait for, do you know what I'm excited for? to watch the Revival try and slow down the Lucha Brothers. I think that'll be a really interesting match when those two teams face each other. Because obviously the Revival like to slow things down, do you know what I mean? They might target a body part, do you know what I mean? Proper old-school tag team wrestling. They're like the kings of old-school tag team wrestling from this day and age, and then you've got the Lucha Brothers who are just like... Do you know what I mean? If you think back to those early episodes of Dynamite, all you'd hear each week is, Oh, Jr. Complaining about how the Lucha Brothers don't follow the tag team rules. Yeah. They don't hold the they don't hold the uh, tag rope, stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and obviously, you've got what Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, who are the tag champions against the Revivals. So yeah, the, the AEW tag team division is looking it's looking great, really. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it,
2: it... go on, Danny. No,
0: I'll let you go. Ahead, go ahead for that one, Bob no.
1: I was just thinking the other day about when you'd have them debut. So obviously, yeah, it's free to go and do in in dates around AEW. That's fair enough. But I think um, one of the things that's hurt uh, Brody Lee and Matt Hardy um, so much is because they debuted to no crowd. And
2: yeah, think well,
1: Lance Archer fantastic. as well. Lance Archer as well. Yeah. Um, oh no, he, he was he was about when there were a crowd, but his first match, yeah, his first match was um, was without a crowd, and I yeah. think. To have the re- if you're gonna have the revival, imagine that that moment when the young boxer stood in the ring saying, you know, who else is the first to fight, etc. And the revival come out, the the pop that'll happen will be incredible. It'll be a good moment for me. I think that maybe Vince knows that. That's why he's let him go now, free to go off and do what you want. Because right at this minute is not the time they should be brought into AEW. I, I don't think anyway. I think yeah, if you it no, comes to have agree. Some stars, you can't have their. Their debut moment replayed for the rest of time to be them walking out in a sports centre.
2: I think I think the eleven uh, Tebs, Although I I was thinking the same thing. I think the first time you're in front of that live crowd, just have Cajun mm. Omega come out or whatever, and then just have the Revival's music hit or whatever. But with the news that the knock, I know, like I said, we didn't need to talk about this, but the news the news that Double or Nothing is now going to go ahead probably not going, to, it's not going to be in vegas but it is going to go ahead you think do you know what i mean double or nothing that's probably their like sort of like flagship wrestlemania show of the year really because it was their first ever pay-per-view from last year they have the moxley debut they'll probably i think have the revival maybe show up um at double or nothing i think that's probably what they'll do but see, the thing is, we don't know. Do you know what I mean? What do you do? For all we know, they might not be wrestling in front of a crowd for the rest of this year. So what do you do? Do you have revival sit at home for nine months? I know ideally you want them to debut in front of a crowd, but, but you're not going
1: to exactly. But you're not going to give them a contract now, knowing you're not going to use them for six months.
2: Yeah, um, that's, that's the thing. Right, they must again, have some sort of agreement with AEW, mustn't they? Because what, what they do not earn any money for the next. God knows how long.
1: Maybe that's why he's released them both now, knowing they're not going to earn.
2: You need to tell me, Tebbs, do you think Vince McMahon has done something out of pure spite? Don't sound like the man I was sat with at ASDA last night.
1: <laughs> it just uh, it sounds, if you start thinking of it like that, as in, you know, if, if somebody knows their plans or Vince knows the industry well enough to know that they're not going to get a good run in AEW for at least six, six months, why is he going to pay, pay to keep them sat at home doing now? When they can but release them now, look like the kindly of gent giving them their release, knowing damn well they're either not going to work for six months or provide AEW with an inferior storyline to what they'd ideally want. I don't know. It's just it's just awful. Oh, it's, it's fucking horrible. Into it, when you start thinking so cynically, but <sighs> mm. I hope they do but well. Really do.
0: I I think we we all wish them well. And it, it's um, if anyone's wondering about why Dan was in the Asda with Vince McMahon. Um, it's because he had a sex dream about him last night, which took place in Preston, as uh, yeah. so we're, gonna, we're gonna move on. Um, and Tebs, I think you wanted to mention something about wrestling Twitter, didn't you? I it's it, I, I've been spending a Whoa. lot of time, on- Dick, you, can, you can tell he's riled up, he couldn't even get his words out. Go on, Tebs, tell us what's wrong. I wanted to get your guys'
1: thoughts on this because. I've spent a lot of time on Twitter lately. And you mentioned before about um, WWE fanboys and AEW and New Japan. Is it just me or is some people so far up their own arse that they can't see anything else because of what they believe is to be so true? And it's the same with Trump supporters and Remain and Brexit and all this kind of stuff. And Is it just me or have I just been spending too much time on Twitter or am I absolutely sick? Of people just stabbing each other all the time just because they think it's funny or because you've got another, um, another point of view.
2: I know um, what you mean, Tebs. It's like you'll put something, won't you? I'll put a tweet up, yeah, and I'll have loads of people like, di- someone will disagree with it, but they're not just disagreeing with it. They're like, it's like they're trying to say, You're a scumbag for thinking that Becky Lynch isn't the best women's wrestler. And it's like, Yeah, well, you're entitled to your opinion. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, some amount of times that like, I reply to a tweet saying, yeah, if if you think that mate that's fine do you know what i mean but instead people are like no how they can't accept that you think something different to them but absolutely hey, no. but then when you
1: when you oh you say um i, I don't think alexa bliss should should win money in the black bank for example it's because
2: you're an aw fan that's why you think
1: you're like, an aw mark crick bastard <laughs> or whatever or these people that slate you you open the you open the profiles And it's a a manga or an anime picture of Alexa Bliss. It's Alexa Bliss fan, one, (laughs) zero, one, five, one, two, five. It's a picture of her. And you're just looking like, is that what your day is? Is that what you cannot believe anything other than what you think this is right and you think you're in the right and everybody else is scum because you don't think it. It's just got me down a bit this week. I thought I'd have a bit of a rant. It's but... funny
2: that you've said Alexa Bliss because I was, well, not arguing, but an Alexa Bliss fan like tweeted me or something about something I said about Ronda Rousey, something like that. And it was like, oh, I've put some out. Someone put, oh, is Alexa Bliss the best women's wrestler ever or something? I was like, well, Ronda Rousey probably had better has had more, a catalogue of better matches in one year than Alexa Bliss did in six years, and they're yeah. like, oh that can't be true, that can't be true, and it's just like uh... It can't
1: be true, because that goes against what I believe. Anyway, don't
2: be speaking about Danny like that, he's he's had that username Alexa Bliss, one 6 <laughs> four years now uh, she, she,
0: she is wonderful, like, I've got to be honest with you um, but that's probably just my fascination. No, I, I've got to be honest with you, I think I think people with Twitter, as as you say, they get very involved in their own opinions, and I think it's the way of the world now. Whether it's political, whether it's football, whether it's wrestling, people people don't want to listen to each other and discuss. They want to disagree and argue uh, and prove who's right. Um, we, we've seen we've seen very much, as I say, the same in politics over the course of the last five years. There's there's never any middle ground, and unfortunately, nobody actually comes into the middle and says, "Well, actually, that might work." I don't agree with all of Labour's policies. I may agree with the majority of theirs, but then I might say, "Well, there's a Conservative, um, uh, you know, issue that, that that I think would make sense." And then all of a sudden, you've got everyone from the Labour side having to go at you for supporting a Conservative policy, and then you've got all the Conservatives having to go at you, calling you a communist it's it's the it's the way of the world unfortunately and wrestling is no difference and twitter i always say I, i try to keep i i try to keep in the middle of things and and discuss things with people and not be overly um confrontational however i do believe it's the worst form of social media for toxicity that's about at the moment i really do absolutely but I um,
1: and I've also noticed that wrestling fans seem to fall into two camps as well. There's uh, ones that send unsolicited pictures to young, um, young women, and there's hashtag Wrestling After Dark, which is kind of uh, scary as well. So what I was just, that the other day?
2: I was
0: li- I was no. seeing lots of people tweeting about it, and I thought, "What's going on here?" Well, Will Osprey did a uh, Shawn Michaels tribute where he just wore the Rev Pro uh, title belt over his junk um, and put a Stop. poster up. Um, and last night, actually, you were last, but I've never watched so many Instagram lives with wrestlers. I don't think <laughs> I've ever watched them before um, o- o- over the course of this coronavirus. Colt Cabana's been fantastic. He'd been, he was doing one every night. Really funny having people on with him. So he was inviting the fans to come on and speak to him and having chats with them. And then... This one particular night, he just gets a torrent of anti Semitic abuse um from a number of trolls that had obviously organised themselves to have a go on him. He switched it off and I don't think he's done one since, which is a shame because he would really entertain him. Last night, completely other end of the spectrum, Will Ospreay and B. Priestley were on um, with a Brit res guy, a Greek guy, I can never remember his name, it's cost us something. Um, he's mostly down south but they were on and it was it was good entertainment um, Osprey was actually really really funny um, because he's been known for putting his foot in it before but CM Punk then joins the conversation, he doesn't come on the screen he's talking to him via message saying that he's seen Osprey's match with Walter and that uh, he loved it and they were going, there was a little bit of back and forth between Osprey on the screen and Obviously, um, CM Punk on the uh on the messaging, but it was good, it was good to see. But out of the out of these two things that have happened, Ospreay was getting abused throughout it in the comments, he just ignored it. And see, and Cole Cabana was, um, as I say, dis- disgracefully getting that kind of trolling. So I, d- I just don't understand where people are coming from. On these, you know, they're not normal people, are they? No, no, the,
1: the tech. Pleasure from insulting people and putting other people down who are either different or well, there's no, no there's nothing else to it. Really. I, I don't see how anybody can defend um somebody who goes and we, we're talking about wrestling still wrestling because it, it seems to be very. Unless I just follow an awful lot of wrestling accounts, but it's a very toxic environment, and and I, I don't get how anyone can sit there and think. I know what'll be funny. I'm gonna, and don't get me wrong. I've I've messaged people with abuse before, but there's a reason behind it. I'm not messaging somebody saying I don't like you because of the god that you pray to. Fuck the hell, who gives a shit?
2: You know, it, it's
1: yeah. It's it just it just drains you sometimes. It, it's but,
2: like it's like so say like I'll like tag Vince McMahon and stuff like. That. He's not gonna read it, right? But when when you like you'll be talking about I don't know. An indie match, or just something. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll be criticizing a match or something like that, but you've not tagged the wrestlers in it, and then you get people below commenting, tagging the wrestlers in it, and it's just like, do you know what I mean? I don't like it's Same with football, Danny. So say like, say like PNE players. Yeah, they probably don't have that many followers. They'll probably read a lot of the tweets. Do you know what I mean? If they're tagged in them, yeah. If they wanna to me, if people wanna go and search their own name, then that's their own fault if they're reading criticism. Yeah. I don't like it when people criticize people and tag them in the post because that then they're probably that's gonna pop up on their phone if they've got notifications on. I mean it's all right to say criticize someone who's in the spotlight if you want, but to tag them in it, I think there's a bit of a difference. Do you know what I mean? Because then like I say, if people want to search their if I'm, I don't know, Tom Barkhausen and I wanna search Tom Barkhausen. That's Tom Barkhausen's choice, in it? But when people are tagging him in the post and stuff like that, I just think it's a bit... I don't like yeah. stuff like that. People do it no,
1: they want no. a reaction as well. The one, the one that's fame for even uh, 30 seconds of having somebody um, reply to them or just notice them in their little lives. If a, a wrestler or a footballer or whoever replies back, it means that they've been noticed. It means... Their existence has been justified for, for 30 seconds, and then we can go back to what they're doing. That's that's why they do it. And- it's
2: weird, though. They're just people like us. If Honestly, like, if we if I walk past someone down, if I don't know, if I walk past, I don't know, Ronda Rousey down the street, I'd be like, oh, look, Ronda Rousey's over there. And then I'd just carry on with my day. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like... Well, I it, like trying to slightly record or whatever it is people do, or shout stuff, or I think it's just weird. They're just people like us. Can I just say, no.
1: you know, I'm I'm going to be an, I'll tell you a quick non wrestling story, very quick. I was in Belfast with my mate Cormac, and uh, we were in the is the is Cormac Irish by any chance? Would you believe it? He is. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even tell you his full name. I'll tell you it off <laughs> out there. But um, we we're in the Titanic Museum in belfast and yeah. um, we're in the cafe me him his family and i noticed james nesbitt two seats over james nesbitt of hobbit and various other yeah. hollywood fans. and i says to Cormac, i says i want to get a picture of james nesbitt he goes no don't i said no i'm not allowed but what do i do and i went hang on he says let me take a picture of you eating your cake so i'm <laughs> aiming it at him with james nesbitt in the <laughs> background i tried trying to zoom in i went no no let me see you with your um, opening your mouth. So he opens his mouth so I can get zoomed in closer. So I've got this picture of James Nesbitt with half a cup of coffee in his mouth. I told you I'm absolutely <laughs> correct. But that's my claim to fame of visiting Ireland once. I got me rich to stick to the cake in his mouth for two minutes while I focus on James Nesbitt in the background. Anyway, sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sounded like a good trip.
1: That was the best bit of the week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm the I'm the card kind of in there that'll get off more on the Titanic Museums, to be fair. Um we're gonna move on slightly, um boys. I've got a little bit of a confession to make. Um
2: you are in fact Alexa Bliss one six oh two three. I am Alexa
0: Bliss one six oh four underscore thirty-two. Um no, I am doing something that mo- probably most people won't won't agree with on this channel. I'm tonight watching Impact Wrestling Um, It's Premiering or it's it's the first Showing of this week's Impact Wrestling on the Fight Channel Or the Fight Network tonight And I'm going to be having a Zoom meeting With Joe who's helped us out On the podcast before And Kurt and we're going to have a little drink Because it is of course Whiskey and Wine Wednesday Um, And we're going to be watching TNA. Or oh, as, as it used to be, TNA. And do you know what? I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the fact that I haven't seen it for a while. So it might be good. I'm also looking forward to the fact that I'm having a little drink with a few of my mates that I haven't really caught up with while all this has been going on. So that is my main things for looking looking forward to. It. What have you guys been watching this week,
2: stroke last couple of days? I've been watching Ozark. A series on Netflix, which is it's all right It it is passing the time of day but yeah wrestling wise i don't know i watched raw in about 35 minutes it was yeah, it was it was all right it wasn't there yeah, is nothing to talk about really um but yeah watching a lot of ozark bit of made in chelsea um no yeah, that's
0: me you Tam, know i you know i know somebody from made in chelsea don't you i've told you this before haven't
2: i yeah who is it again
0: We'll, yeah, it's well. It's amazing. We'll talk off it in case he's listening. Don't think he will be late. But um, Tebs, uh, what have you been watching this week, wrestling wise? Wrestling wise, about an hour of
1: Raw. Skip through it, fast forward, press pause when people show up and watch it for a bit. Yeah, watched a bit of Raw. That were about it. Um, watched. Uh, I've been. Wa- I tell you what, I did watch those um, Broken Skull. Um, oh, into- did you? This is what I
0: was coming on to. I was hoping somebody would watch that. The Ric Flair one. I haven't Well I'm really gonna upset you because I've is.
1: watched I've watched them all except Bret Hart and Ric Flair, so I've still got them two to watch, but I've smashed all things. So uh, next time I've watched the um the Brawl for All and the uh what's his name? New Jack um Dark Side of the Ring documentaries. What did uh,
0: you think of what did you think of the New Jack one specifically, mate?
1: I'm
0: watching
1: um, that tonight. I was very uneasy
0: Yes uh, I was
1: During the mass transit piece With the video it, I, I put it on Twitter And I doubt New Jack listens to this But God forbid, please don't give him my address um, I'm going <laughs> to tag him in it. <laughs> Yeah tag him Has, Hashtag <laughs> look at this prick um, I, I was watching the mass transit piece And I went from watching a wrestling documentary To feeling like I was Watching a crime I was watching the video, you know one of these uh, videos that get circulated on Twitter and it's, you know, quick, watch this before they take it down. One of those kind of videos you're not supposed to watch. And I'm watching a a 17-year-old boy um, almost get scalped by a violent drug addict in a ring. And it makes you question, what is wrestling? The video that went around the other day of somebody doing a chokeslam, I think, onto a cinder block. Yeah. Um, oh no! They just hit. No, no, sorry. It was a guy wrapped in the ropes, and he just had the brick hitting on the head. And somebody said, "Is this wrestling?" I says, "No, it's a man getting hit in the head with
0: a brick. It's not yeah. wrestling." Well, to me, it's not. Other people, each to their own. You know. You see, um, the, to, for me that wasn't very shocking because I've seen that video time and time again over the years. I've the seen one it sh- just don't get any easier. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, but I'll be honest with you. It was it was on the rise and fall, wasn't it? The uh, or the hardcore that what well, it was on one of them. Um But the one that got me was the one at the end, which I, obviously I don't want to spoil for Danny. He's got this to come. But the the end scene or you know, the the last incident that that it was absolutely sickening. To be honest with you, um, it was a, it was very uneasy for me to watch. I know people that loved it and think he's a legend and um. um. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, it, yeah, I think I know the one you made. It's, the,
1: it, yeah, the the last one, it was, there were very few people in the room. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 that was, yeah. yeah, that, again, horrendous. But um then the Brawl for All, um to me, that wasn't, I don't know if I'm being too specific with it, but, you know, when you say the dark side of the ring, well, you know, that was, that was a you know a gimmick match that didn't work i wouldn't say that's a dark side other than the fact that Bart Gunn was fed to a professional boxer at wrestlemania to humiliate him um but they were both really interested. but yeah so um i'm interested i mean the jimmy Smucker was on was on last night i'm going to try and find that today um, yeah that,
0: i i watched that this morning it was very good uh,
1: is it i've i've read bits on it i think it's the first time i'll have been told the story you know, with a balanced view to what happened or what didn't happen. Um, but everything I've read up to now, it doesn't look good. So I'll be, I'll be interested to watch that one. In terms of non-wrestling, um, it's
0: always sunny in Philadelphia. Do you have to watch that? I, well, I watched the first couple of episodes uh, because everyone was raving about it. But I'm not a big TV fan, so, um, yeah. I you know... It's like a- it's an adult sitcom. Um, the
1: second series onwards is fantastic. Danny DeVito in that is absolutely hilarious. And that was something I found about three weeks ago, and I finished all 14 series of it now. So I've got that book. <laughs> and uh, Shit's Creek on Netflix, I've watched about a series of that. Uh, and that's quite good fun. Eugene Levy from uh, American Price. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, rich businessman falls down on his luck, ends up living in a motel. Uh, so it's the Alan Partridge of America, really. Uh but it's it's him and his family and I've I've enjoyed that. So yeah, I've been keeping myself busy, trying not to stare at the walls too much. Um, that's about it. What
0: about you? What have you been uh, apart from your impact, what have you been catching up well, on? Well, I am watching that tonight. Um I watched bits of Raw this morning. Um I was ashamed to say that I found the Drew Galloway Andrade match very entertaining. Um you know my thoughts on Galloway or uh, McIntyre. Call him by his real name. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I, I struggle with that. I, I called John Moxley Moxley for years when he was Dean Ambrose and now I'm still calling him Dean Ambrose. So it's just me being a bit of a dope. But yeah, I, I there's a few good things on Raw. There was uh, nice to see the viking war machine as they used to be called viking raiders or whatever they're called now uh, come back it looked like they botched a the spot um, for the finishing move nia jack's back on um you couldn't see that coming could you after all the issues we've had we've had ronda rousey very much in the press now i'm convinced it's a work. is there yeah. anyone who's no is there anyone
2: who's not it's a work flipping <laughs> so as soon as I sin, what she'd put and then she put it again and then you've got yeah. WWE for people who don't know she basically just said that wrestling fans are a bunch of whiny bitches which she probably thinks which I think which a lot of people think I'm one of these whiny bitches yeah. but <laughs> the, the thing is yeah she's put it for a reaction she's got yeah. it people stupid she did this leading up to Wrestlemania 35 to get her loads of heat yeah on her own little show, and everyone went mad at her for, for breaking kayfabe, kayfabe, go on the WWE Network if you want to break kayfabe, but here you go, um, but yeah, as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh great, Ronda's coming back, definitely next year at WrestleMania, maybe even sooner, and everyone's having a meltdown, do you know what I mean, as soon as you see Nia Jack tweeting about how she's going to like sort her out or whatever, I thought, well, <laughs> Nia Jax is trying to get a match with Ronda Rousey, we've already seen that, but Nia Jackson and Ronda Rousey got on fine, As far as we know, um, last time, um, I can't imagine Alexa Bliss being the sort of person who bad mouths anyone um, from what I've seen. So to me, it just says, yeah, Ronda Rousey is coming back, which is great for women's wrestling because Ronda Rousey was the best thing to happen in WWE's women wrestling. As I have gone on about constantly on this podcast in history, she was great for that division. And if you don't think it, all you need to do is go back. Watch the 20 minutes of her match teaming up with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 34, which was, to this day, one of the best things that I've seen live at WrestleMania. So, yeah.
0: No, that, that That is, that's good. And what also happened was, the night before Ronda said anything, was WWE did a live video, and I don't know whether it was the bump or it was something. He went live on Instagram. Again, I'm watching a lot of Instagram lives. Um, and there was four girls on, I think it was Peyton Royce, Nia Jax. Somebody had uh, two of those guys, um, I the one. and they come out. And Naya Jackson said that this per- certain person had hurt Alexa Bliss, um, and that she'd reported it. It's no coincidence. That the next that happened the next day, it, it makes a few headlines in the rest of the press. The next day. Rhonda says that. The next the day after Alexa Bliss says she has no, you know, bad thoughts towards Rhonda. Then Nia Jackson saying she doesn't care who she it's all a choreographed screen. Now the, the thing that gets me is that people are kicking off on on Twitter and Facebook saying, Oh, it's terrible that she says all this. Are you fucking stupid? You enjoy 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 the storyline playing out.
2: Don't get Do on the fucking
1: Sorry. No, sorry, even, no.
2: even Alexa Bliss's number one fan in Danny sees no <laughs> problem so do you know what I mean People,
1: no, the thing that the, the thing that takes me to the edge of being worked and then I take a step back is referencing it as fake fights and I think she's very clever if she's used that language because that for me like, the, as a wrestling fan there's nothing that fucks me off more than somebody coming in and going oh you watch wrestling you know, it's all fake, don't you? No, I didn't actually. I'm sat here with a four year old mentality. I'm just, it, nothing annoys wrestling fans more, and I'm sure I can speak for 95% of them.
2: Yeah, you're talking for me, Tebs. It annoyed me when I read it for the first 20 seconds. And then I thought, yeah, yep, she's done her job.
1: Yeah, but then I'm like, that's what she's doing. But then I kind of think, I don't want you doing that because you're just giving ammunition to non wrestling fans who don't understand it. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> you're very clever about what you've done. So it is an absolute work. Um, if if she comes back to SmackDown and never meets Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax in the ring for another year or two, then it's pointless. Mm-hmm. But Ronda oh. needs to be on SmackDown. That's that's the thing. I I, I would just I, I, Alexa Bliss was out in I think it was August September twenty eighteen maybe twenty nineteen with uh, no it was eighteen with concussion. She was out for a long time. That's why she was. Hosting WrestleMania, because there was it was on and off whether she could come back. And I just wonder whether something happened with Rousey that caused that. Yeah,
2: concussion. was she faced, uh, Ronda faced Alexa Bliss, didn't she, at SummerSlam in 2018? And then from after, ah, right, so there you go. Um,
1: so it was around from September onwards, where Bliss wasn't getting, wasn't allowed to be in the ring because she had a concussion. And that's why she hosted WrestleMania and wasn't wrestling, because she was still on and off of whether she could. So maybe something's come back from that, but for me, that it's that kind of. There's two sides to it now. If she goes on Raw, she can go through Jackson Bliss before she gets to Baszler and Lynch, and it makes a great storyline that started now. Or she goes to SmackDown, and all this has just been a bit of a a bit of a talking point and it gets wasted
2: Yeah, I have no interest, Tebs, in seeing Ronda against Nia, against Alexa we've seen it, for me, the one person who Ronda didn't face, she's got to face Becky in a one-on-one match at Wrestlemania that's got to be, like, I think Danny alluded to it on a previous podcast, he thought that the finish of the Wrestlemania match was to set up another match, right, so oh, well, for me, there's a match that I can't believe they've not done if fast forward to Ronda Rousey's day maybe they've done it and I've forgot it, but I don't think they have Fast forward to Ronda Rousey's debut, Oscar had won the Royal Rumble, and Ronda Rousey made her way down. If there's a match that I want to see, Vince McMahon probably might not want it at like a big event, because. but I I, can't, I can imagine Vince liking Oscar now, she's got this little gimmick going over the crazy uh, obviously you've got to be a heel if you're Japanese, but the crazy Japanese gimmick she's got going on, but for me, I want to see Ronda against Oscar, I think that would be a great match. Um so yeah I'd like to see Ronda against Oscar maybe at the Rumble then go into Ronda versus Becky at Mania whatever you want to do but there's one thing we can sure say Becky Lynch needs Ronda Rousey. Yeah that's that's definitely. Um
0: what's, R- R- Becky did a promo on on Raw uh, talking about somebody challenging her at Money at the Bank. Do we see Ronda coming back and winning the money in the bank? No.
2: But I wouldn't be. I don't think it'll happen. But it wouldn't. It just seems a bit weird. Something I feel like there's there's always like little signs of something happening. Like Ed returning. The sign was he hit a spear on Dolph Ziggler. at uh, Dolph Ziggler was it on Elias at SummerSlam. Elias. As soon as that happened. WWE don't let people in the ring unless they're semi-cleared, yeah? So you knew that that was going to happen at some point. There's always something that you can look back on when someone returns and go, yeah, that was probably the moment they made that decision to have somebody come back. And for me, it wouldn't at all surprise me if it did happen. I'd probably hold it off. Um, Do you remember the
1: the Evolution coming back at SmackDown uh, about October 18? And... uh, it was uh, Batista. Yep, yep, yep. They
2: settled that Batista <laughs> Triple H match, he, didn't
1: they? He just said, Triple H, you've beaten ev- um, you've beaten everybody except me. That was a and great looked at him. It was awesome. And I I knew then, because I knew then I was going to WrestleMania for the first time. And when I saw yeah. that, Batista Triple H was, before it started, was one of the matches I was most excited for for the evening. Um, until the match started. Until it started. And then, but let's forget about it. Everybody else has. But then I, um, did,
0: I didn't. mind that much for what it
1: was.
2: Just... You were that. I hope you couldn't see what was going on. That's why. No,
0: <laughs> you no. The... Well, I've, I've <laughs> since <I've laughs> since rewatched
2: watched it, <laughs> why do <did> you? <laughs> no, I've since you watched it, and I, you
0: know, it, not, you're not expecting Flair steamboat, but it, it was what it was. It was yeah. To be good. fair, Danny, I haven't rewatched it, so maybe. So, well, I'll tell you one thing, boys. Speaking of uh, people asking you, to, you know, if it's fake, I always tend to find my go through in that is first of all check if they've got like a marvel character or a harry potter harry potter's the best i mean whether you're a fan or not if you have say, a harry potter on their facebook something like a, a frame or anything like that and they have a go at you for watching fake wrestling say you do know you've got a facebook frame of a wizard child that's <laughs> my first one. Second one is always like MMA fans are the best for this because they, they they can't believe what you say. You just say to them, Yeah, well, the thing is with wrestling, you know, it it is fake, I know that. Um, same as MMA. It works with MMA, it works with boxing. If you say to, if you just totally throw them on the toes by saying, What you don't know MMA is fake. Oh, you can tell. And if you could, if you just say all the things like, Oh, have you seen the way they bleed every now and then, have you seen this, have you seen that? He wouldn't stand up after that. It's great. MMA and boxing fans just can't take it. What about the press conferences? It's all show business. It's all fake. They know how to fall. <laughs> when you say that to an MMA fan, it's the best thing in the world, honestly. People I get And they just go off the
2: foot. They can't handle it. It's like the computer just blows up. Yeah, that's like my response, Danny. You, boxing, boxing is quite popular in England, I feel, at the moment, right? And so yeah. people will be like, what do you watch wrestling for? Do you, do you not watch boxing? And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't mind boxing, but my problem with it is, it's just a bit too scripted for me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm more into yes. like, the wrestling is a bit more like, Whoa, the, let's call it in the ring. Whereas like the boxing, it's a bit like, yeah, let's have a bit of a pull apart at <laughs> the way in Do you know what I mean? We'll uh, Do you know what I mean? We'll, we'll maybe go the full 12 rounds, set up a rematch. We'll have a dodgy referee decision. Then we can have the third match. So, yeah, it's a bit too scripted for me, but I can see why you like it, yeah. That's normal, sort of. And as I say, this comes
0: from me, who's a big football fan, a casual boxing fan, a casual MMA fan. I'll a have a I'll say, I'll say, yeah, I'll say, the you know, football's fake as well. It doesn't bother me. Um, but it, it's usually the best, because people aren't used to hearing that argument, so it just completely blows their heads. Um, one thing I did watch this week was... I re-watched and I made myself cry a little bit. I didn't really cry. I watched the CM Punk Best in the World documentary Um, and Dan, I think you said it best when I told you to watch it and I felt emotional. What did you say? I don't know. You told me about a girlfriend situation with CM Punk. Mm, I can't remember. I know what you mean. what What you said was it was like, it's like you got rid of the best girl you'd ever been with, the best-looking girl you'd ever been with, and now you find out she's with a better-looking fella with a bigger cock than you.
2: (laughs) Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you could accept it if she left you for that, but (laughs) to just leave you... Because she don't <laughs> love you anymore, do you know what I mean? That's like CM Punk, he basically, he didn't even leave us for something better, do you know what I mean? Something better he could enjoy, he just left us because he didn't care, that's worse than anything. So yeah, CM Punk, if you're listening, I don't even know, I don't, I don't even want you back okay, anymore, uh-huh. mate. Do one. Been too long.
1: Alright, before it starts turning into an Adele song. Adele? Before we sing a songs from Adele about how much, how much we miss CM Punk.
2: I grew up overnight to the planet. anyway. I think I've asked the wrong song, actually. What's the Adele song? Uh,
0: well, just in case we uh, breach any copyright laws and sing <laughs> terribly, um, we probably move on. Although, I will ask you, what's the only computer in the
2: world that sings? Adele. <laughs> oh, I've got one um, for you here, right? you both under the thing here, right? So a girl messaged me a riddle right, a riddle, yeah, right, and I'm awful at stuff like this, and I don't know what was going on, I got it in about five seconds, and I was like, she was like, well, you, you must have known that, I read it before, and I was like, I actually haven't, I was shocked, I'm terrible at him, let's see how long it takes you to right. so, what has, what has, what letter has an E, no, well, let me get it right here, right, what has an E at the start of it, yeah? Yeah. An E at the end of it, and a letter yeah. in the middle. An E at the start of it, an E at the end of it, Envelope. and a letter in the middle. <laughs> yes, Danny. I've, I've told that to so many people, and people are just like sat there staring into the oblivion. <laughs> it's funny the way you can you can trick people with those little
0: riddles. I, yeah, I, usually, I can't get them, uh, but my mate's fantastic with them. He just every time he gets the right. Meeting. Um Here's now, one for you, Dan Go right, on quickly. It. Go on, Dan. One for you. I'm not going to get it. So, what's?
1: I'll I'll give you four seconds. What's the longest word in the English language?
2: I, I I can't think, mate. I'm 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 really bad at stuff like this. The longest word in the English language. Yep,
1: I'll tell you. It's smiles because this is an essence at the start and S at the end and a an mile and a mile in between.
0: Oh fuck off, Paul! Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking about that as well. Then, um, right, boys and girls, are you, what are we looking forward to? We, we got anything coming up? Less than virus doing one. Yeah, I think that's the best thing. What's, uh, what's your first plans? That first weekend, what are you doing when we're all allowed out again? Avoiding my daughter.
2: No, um, <laughs> going out, and then I am going on skyscanner.net and booking my flight to Palmer. Yeah.
1: Good, lads. I know about you, Tebbs. I'll probably have a night in, to be honest, get a video. <laughs> Take away. I don't like going out the rest of time. Look, between me and you and uh, the millions upon millions of fans out there, you yeah. know what? I'm a, I'm a bit of a hermit. I'm a bit of an extrovert, but I like my own company. Um, I have a very close circle of friends, et cetera. Um, this, apart from, obviously, you know, the, the deadly virus raging outside, this has <laughs> hit my social calendar too badly. Um, <laughs>
0: but, you.
1: but you know what? One of the first things I'm probably going to do, okay, um, the cine World, or the Get to the Local Cineworld or the Odeon. Yeah. Triple Scoop Sunday from the uh, uh, Baskin' Robin stand. Large Coke and go see a movie on a big screen. And I think that's going to be my first time. Just get out, get to the cinema for the first time in, Christ, months. I usually go about twice, once or twice a week. And I haven't been in about two, three months, so. That'll probably be what I'm going to do.
0: Brilliant. We, I live in a, a a village in Liverpool, and um, it's got the oldest independent cinema. And I think it's in the UK um, or or England, um, and it's a single screen cinema. It's got the big red velvet curtains that go back and forth. Oh, yeah, uh, it's um, it has an intermission on, and the girl comes down and sells ice cream at the bottom. And you can still get, like, vanilla tubs and everything. But what they also do is they, they do show the new films, and they'll show them for two weeks straight. But then they'll have, like, weekends, so horror weekends, where they show all the classic horror ones. They did the trilogy, The Godfather. It's really, really good. Um, oh, And I actually saw Beyond the Mat there for the first time, and I went back and watched it three times. See, there aren't many of those left. It's all
1: the big multiplexes now. I went That's to... I think the, there's one in Leeds uh, called the Hyde Park Picture House. Uh, that's quite an old independent cinema. But the the problem is, like I say, I'm a massive film geek as well. Um, and things such as um, like Disney bringing out Rise of Skywalker last December. What yeah. to uh, any cinema to to get the real is um, we want you know standard is probably forty five fifty percent of the ticket price goes to the studio that made the film. They'll probably say. We want sixty percent of the ticket price, and you have to leave Skywalker on your biggest screen for a minimum of five weekends. And you imagine those little ind- those little independent cinemas—they can't do that. You can't put Rise of Skywalker on for four or five weeks at a time. No, no bugger will come back. And uh-huh. they're, they're really being dragged. And this this is a big worry as well. This virus. You think you know? This, we're talking about wrestling right now. There are, you know, you think every business out there is cinema. Imagine what the rents are on a cinema that people can't pay at the minute. We could see a yeah. big change. When we open them doors, there might not be a cinema or a, a wrestling gig to go to. They might all have been a put-out business. We don't know. So let's just uh, enjoy what we've got for now.
0: Well, that's it. And I, I hope by saying that you haven't given Vince McMahon any ideas about all these pubs that are charging people to come in and watch uh, the likes of Royal Rumble or Mania. He'll probably be taking the percentage of every ticket for a fiver or whatever it is. Dan, have you got anything to end on, mate, that you wanted to speak on? No, not really. Not really, Tebs? Uh, no, I'm done. <laughs> no, good. All right, well, from the counties of Merseyside, Lancashire and Yorkshire, we wish you a good week. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe, like and comment. We really appreciate every interaction. Thanks very much.